0: the think marketing show the number one podcast for growing and scaling your business with online video i'm heather torres
1: and i'm sean cannell and we're from think media and if this is your first time listening welcome
0: this show is dedicated to helping you learn how to get your content noticed and the latest money-making strategies working right now online so whether you want to grow your youtube channel or maximize online video across social media this is for you this is a big one yeah today we're talking about the top trends in video in 2020, they change. And people need to be in the know of what's happening right now for their business, for their nonprofit, for their church, because it's important to get your message out. And it's important to understand where the market is going. And we have the expert here. So I'm excited to ask you, what are five trends that you see happening right now? Chin, number one. Yeah,
1: I'm fired up. Number one is I actually think that in 2020 and beyond, it has shifted to quality, mm is more important than quantity.
0: That's big. Tell us about that.
1: And let me finish and say, but I actually think it's both quality and quantity. <laughs> but if you had to pick one, I think quality is now the dominant thing. Now, that's kind of a very confusing thing that can intimidate people because they think, okay, wait, I got to get a $4,000 RED camera and I got to get custom lighting. It's not that. It's the content value, not the production value. It's It might be something shot on a phone. It doesn't even mean that it's super planned But what it means is that quality matters. And I think that what we saw in the past was sometimes a a pressure to just go like live every day, Mm -hmm. just get like a lot of content and be there. But that content had no value a week later or a month later or to just try to put out as many pieces of content a day. And, of course, Gary Vee is talking about like publish 50, 100 pieces of content a day. And that's the quantity piece that does matter. But what I'm talking about is I think the trend is that quality is what rises to the top on any platform. That in some cases with organic reach going down, you might only get a few chances to get in front of people. So here's the question to ask, what experience are they having with your brand when you get that chance? Mm -hmm. When they get to meet you and they give you a shot, they see your video in their feed, they see that YouTube video, you even rank for a search term and when you first optimize a video, it shows up on YouTube and they might let you rank for a while and they're going to see how what people think about it and when people watch that video what is their experience and i think because we now have helped even over like almost 4000 people in our video ranking academy community I've noticed that sometimes people just feel this pressure and they feel like it's like a badge of honor. I upload seven days a week Mm. and I almost feel like maybe you should upload only one day a week, but take all the energy you were putting into the seven into one to make it higher quality. The last analogy when I think of quality is the difference between writing a book and writing a tweet. A lot of people feel the pressure to post on Instagram every day, right? A twi- you know, post on Twitter 10 times a day. But someone who sits down, and there's a great book about this called Deep Work by Cal Newport, who's known for not really being on social media that much. But when he puts out a blog post, very rarely, or when he puts out a book, it is a bestseller and it impacts and it lives on for weeks, months, and years to come. Now, I'm not saying every YouTube video is a book, I'm saying that's the mindset is leaning more on quality because what we've learned with YouTube being a search engine and ranking videos that when we take longer to make something better that we can reap the rewards from that piece of content for weeks, months, and years to come. When we rush something, we might get some quick action that day, but we have to wake up the next day. It's like fast fashion versus something high quality. Mm-hmm. It's like it's like investing in something you watch twice and it falls apart versus something you can hand down to your the kids for generations. Quality over quantity in 2020.
0: I, I love how you said that at the beginning too. It doesn't necessarily mean the production value. So I can still produce content with my smartphone, but it It's the quality of the content. It's it's what you're putting out there. And it's leveling up, obviously, you know, you don't want to just everything to be raw and real. It should have, it should definitely have value wrapped in it. But I love that you said, you know, it's not necessarily about leveling up the tech because that's not necessarily what's going to change it. It really is about the content and the value that you're exchanging.
1: The substance. And you're a great example of this. On your homeschool channel, you think about the substance. And for, in in other cases, when it comes to homeschool, how many books have you read on the topic?
0: Uh, Almost everyone out, maybe 50 bucks.
1: So I think a lot of people, when it comes to mastering their subject matter, they have read no books about the subject or they've read one and they have a surface level understanding when you've read 50 versus reading one, your depth of knowledge and even your comparison of the different ideas is deeper. Mm-hmm. That's substance. So if you just shoot on a webcam with, yes, I think you do need, and that's why we have think media. So our channel all about tech, you need some like lighting and maybe a USB microphone, but this stuff doesn't have to break the bank for like a hundred dollars. You could get a webcam, a USB mic, and you're good to go. But the substance Mm -hmm. of what you're teaching, so taking more time on the content that you're creating, and then speed also matters as well. And here's maybe the best way to put this. We are applying these trends. These are the trends we're living. Mm -hmm. I have felt... We have felt, when it comes to Think Media Video Influencers, a decline in organic reach. By just doing the same things we've been doing in the past, same old thumbnails, kind of same old content, same old videos over and over, that's kind of, that's why we're launching the Think Marketing Show. We're doing, we're trying to do new things, do different things, starting videos in different ways, really actually think about mastery and organization of what we're putting together. We are just, we realize we need to level up. And that's what I'm saying. In 2020 and beyond, you have to invest in your skills, take your quality to another level. Don't compare yourself to anybody on the right or the left, but just say, how do I take my quality to a higher level? Substance, as well as the overall presentation of the value I'm delivering to the end user.
0: So key, so key. So number two, what's the second trend that you're seeing happening going into 2020 that business owners and content creators and uh, nonprofit owners and churches need to be taking uh, notice to?
1: Yeah, I think the other big trend is short-form video. And this shouldn't come as news to anybody, but we've seen Instagram stories. Uh, TikTok is blowing up, and that's something that could be interesting to people. But stories are also on Facebook. Stories are also on YouTube. And if you already have some YouTube influence, shoot, I mean, you know, you were just telling me, like, I gotta double down, because we have YouTube influence, but it's kind of a feature that you're like, you forget that it's there. And I think there's a couple things with stories. Not only is it the fact that there's the chance to reach people and go deeper with your current community. But it's, it's actually learning a new way of communication. Mm-hmm. Like learning to communicate on stories. I remember even when Snapchat was first big for a little bit wider of an audience, it's still going for a certain younger age, but now it's mainly Instagram stories and Facebook stories that... At first, it was almost like it took another part of my brain and it sort of stressed me out and I only was thinking in long-form YouTube and I didn't think I had the bandwidth to do it. And I don't know, let us know in the comments if you've ever felt that way, like I gotta learn something new because that is how it feels at first. But just like learning to ride a bike or just like learning a new skill set, like at one point you had to learn how to use Microsoft Word or turn the computer on or how to use Excel, but then it just became a core competency that you do without thinking and almost Mm -hmm. like a habit that short form communication is something that we need to learn quick hits of information can you know communicating in short sound bites and being able to stitch together different pieces of communication we found i mean our business has scaled and grown from how i use instagram stories how think media as a team repurposes some of those things turns them into video ads or turns them into posts on other platforms We're using stories in a lot of creative ways. So I think short form video in general um, is a major trend that people need to be paying attention to and leaning in on. I mean, how do you feel about it?
0: Yeah, I think what I love about short form is that it can be real and raw and in the moment. I know we've talked about it on Think Media before, but your vlog, people say, Sean, we want to see a vlog from you. And you say, I got that. It's over on Instagram. You can go uh, follow you on Instagram and you see the Rise and Grind show. That is your daily vlog of how you're showing the behind the scenes of what's happening. And followers love that. They really love being able to be a part of your world and they're getting to know you. They're getting to know your wife. They're getting to know your dogs. They're getting to know your favorite green juice. You know, they're starting to find these similarities with you. Uh, What I love about it is um, for me, I was scared to get on camera. It, It was something that wasn't natural to me. And so I used it um, because it goes away on uh, Snapchat or before I'm sorry, on Instagram stories, you can use it and it goes away. So if you mess up, that's fine. It, it's just a short por- form piece of content, but it is such a great way of being able to tell a story and be able to communicate. And I think if business owners of churches, if nonprofits grasp this concept and can communicate in small pieces, they can earn trust in a very small way first, then leading them into longer form. So when you're shouting out a video, that's over on YouTube, you're giving value in 15 seconds, but leading them to maybe a 20 minute or a 30 minute video, they've gained that trust with you. And so they will they will go and make that connection. So it's a really great tool to be using for yourself as a communicator, but also to be able to build trust with your audience. In celebration of the launch of this brand new podcast, we're giving away two tickets to our annual conference, Grow With Video Live, a $1,500 value.
1: All you have to do to enter is make sure you subscribe, leave us a review on Apple Podcast, and then take a screenshot of your review and go to thinkmarketingshow.com for the rest of the details. Trend number three is I would say Instagram overall, still a mega mega platform. We love YouTube, of course. Uh, things are happening on TikTok. We just mentioned that. That's probably not for all ages, but actually something that we are paying attention to and we're seeing who knows where it'll go. Mm-hmm. Definitely have your your sites on TikTok. So that's mentioned. But Instagram is right there as like kind of the dominant social platform, mm-hmm. right? All ages are there. It's aging up. But what we'd want to hit here is IGTV. I think that at first... Instagram TV came out and it was like, it kind of, wow, this is gonna be big. And it kind of died. And then what happened was they allowed it to integrate better with Instagram itself, especially with the preview. And anyone on Instagram knows that now you're in the feed and something starts, it's just a normal Instagram post. But if it's longer than 60 seconds, there's a little that little button to say finish watching and it takes you over to IGTV where now you can upload up to 10 minutes and if you upload from a desktop or if you have a verified account or enough followers, you can even upload to an hour on Instagram TV. It was also limited to only vertical. They opened it up to now you can do horizontal and so it'll be horizontal on the feed if you go over to Instagram TV, hit widescreen, flip the phone and so even execution there has become a lot simpler and we've noticed that when our views on IGTV were like almost nothing like compared to the following on Instagram that we have over on IGTV it would be just 10% or less now it's more like you know organic reach always changes but now it, it basically 10x or 20x the views we were getting because of starting in the feed with that content so i think that for a lot of business owners, a lot of smart social media influencers, and online marketers of all kind, Instagram's just the platform when you're doing stories. You have profile posts. You can do highlights. You can link back to your business, have that link to your profile. You can have a, if you have a physical address, have that in your profile. Churches, you can have your service times, ways to get to know you. In, you know, Instagram stories of photography to show behind the scenes of whatever you're doing. Live video on Instagram and then Instagram TV of snippets of whatever the core value proposition of your business or your nonprofit is. It's just a major platform that people have to be paying attention to. And it's a trend that's not going away in 2020.
0: Yeah. And the fourth trend is something that I'm really excited about. We've been experimenting over at Think Media a lot with this platform. Go ahead and tell us more about LinkedIn right now, Sean.
1: Yeah, so one of the trends we're seeing that's unfortunate in 2020, and we actually probably just as a kind of a mention, negative trend, is is organic reach is going down everywhere. Yeah. It just is. And there's more people coming online. Um, It's the way that it's what we're seeing on Facebook. We've been seeing it. Instagram is tough too. I mean, so... But hey, what are you gonna do? Cry about it? I mean, you gotta still use it. And if at one time you reached 50% of your audience, now you only reach 5%, well, thank God for the 5% that you are reaching. Mm-hmm. Like, keep working it and keep trying to level up your content. But one of the one places that organic reach is going up is LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. And it was almost a little over a year now ago, maybe almost two years, probably about a year and a half, that I went to the first LinkedIn video creator session at VidCon, which is historically a YouTube conference. They just celebrated 10 years. It's a conference in Anaheim, California, about 30,000. Besides about 1,000 or two business executives and corporate executives, is about 28,000 fans of YouTubers. You know, it's a lot of like 16 year old girls and a lot of gamers and that kind of crowd. But a few, and then you'd have the industry track. Mm -hmm. And on the industry track, they're the first first ever LinkedIn video creators session. And I remember I heard about that and I was like, what a joke. Like, are you kidding me? Like that place you put your resume, you know, like video creators, like, what are we talking about? And, uh, I remember though I was in the hallway and I was talking to somebody about that. I was like, did you see that LinkedIn video creators thing? Like hilarious. And he was like, no, somebody I trust. He's like, nah, man, it's like legit. You need to like, you need to see what's happening over there. So I went to the session and I met some of the pioneers of LinkedIn video that were just posting videos and had built. 30,000, 60,000, 100,000 person communities whose videos were getting 5,000 views, 15,000 views, and they were using it to even boost their current careers. They were using it to scale consulting and biz dev opportunities. They were using it in so many creative ways. And here's the big shift that LinkedIn had shifted under a lot of people's watch, not even aware that it was happening, from being just a resume posting platform Mm -hmm. to a content platform that is more like a Facebook or an Instagram to where you now have a feed and you kind of always did because you could do articles and text and photos, but now you have kind of a full media suite where videos can show up in your feed. LinkedIn is releasing live video and many people have it in beta, 2020, it'll certainly go public to everybody or there'll be some sort of a process to get access to it. And so LinkedIn's organic reach is crazy where if you haven't been taking, and that was the thing, despite everything we've been doing on YouTube and despite all the energy I've put in other places, I started at LinkedIn basically from scratch like anybody else. You got like 30 connections, you know what I mean? (laughs) Like you set up your profile once and then when you were in between jobs and then you forgot about it for four years. Mm -hmm. I went back, of course, I put the work in. Yeah. I started to dive in, study. That's why we focus so much at the last couple growth video lives on LinkedIn uh, along with these other platforms cuz our conference is all about all of the platforms. Mm-hmm. You got to be diversified in case an algorithm shifts. And so, get your profile optimized. We had a guest speaker and even this year I'm excited to have people talking about LinkedIn. That was like get your profile optimized position yourself right. Dial in these nuances, here's your content. Oh, don't do two videos in a row, but Mm do, uh, you know, mix up the posts and here's how the algorithm works. Learning the best practices, that's so important. Now, I mean, I don't even know what it is. I'm probably coming up on a little over 10 or 12 or 13,000 connections plus followers. It's two different groups of people on Mm -hmm. LinkedIn because we've been putting in the work, like posting video content, repurposing a lot of content Mm -hmm. because we already have content. Point is, Organic reach there is crazy, have spent no money on ads, have only invested sweat equity, time equity, and have seen our business grow, whether that's people discovering our products and services or discovering our events. And so the opportunity to invest in LinkedIn to build your brand, build your influence meet your target audience, meet people that should be doing business with you or should be a part of your company or your business is huge. Mm -hmm. And so in 2020 and beyond, you gotta be leaning in to LinkedIn right now, especially where your efforts on other platforms might not producing the results they once did.
0: Yeah, so that leads into video trend number five. What are you seeing for 2020?
1: Yeah, and that's basically sums it all up that organic reach is going down, Mm -hmm. meaning trend number five, is pay to play. Mm-hmm. And this has kind of been true. It was especially true years ago on Facebook. Yeah. At some point, they said Facebook is now a pay to play platform. What's that mean? It means that, wow, for a while there, like almost a decade ago now, it, it, on Facebook, it was like, wow, if I've got a thousand likes and I post a photo, 850 people will see it. Like those days are long gone, right? (laughs) But like, and so you just, it wasn't pay to play. It was like, wow, I can grow my business, grow as an author, grow as a speaker, grow my ministry. I could just grow by taking action on these platforms. But then it shifted to where it was like, basically we want you to boost posts. We want you to do like campaigns. We want you to do Facebook ads. And that has been true there. What I'm seeing and what we're seeing across all platforms now, is that as organic reach is going down, those that understand paid execution and paid advertising are gonna be ones that have an edge. It makes sense. And you could, we could complain about this, you could get mad about it, but all of these companies, they've been growing their companies, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, it's gonna happen everywhere. Um, and so they've been growing their companies, they gotta make money somehow and they make money through advertising. And as the feed, there's only that one feed. Like it can only fit so much content and so as more people get on the platform, as more people post, as more people listen to the think marketing show, you know what I mean? Like in a way yeah. we're constantly like, we shouldn't be giving this information away because it's like that's just more people posting in the feed. Mm-hmm. But what our passion is, is like, again, these are the things that are working now and we want to give away those best practices. So even this one is then saying, okay, set your business up in such a way that you can profit from advertising meaning you're selling something online Mm -hmm. then in that way you're going to get brand lift brand reach brand awareness because if you're paying for more reach and what i'm not saying is that you just start dumping ads into trying to get one post to be seen by more people but i am saying that for example when we do youtube advertising Mm -hmm. or facebook advertising it leads directly to the sale of something but in the process of getting there we meet thousands of people right and it's profitable in that process. Those who learn how to master that process are the ones that are gonna win in this new decade, understanding and mastering paid advertising mixed with organic advertising and social media marketing. That's what the Think Marketing Show is all about. And of course, we're going to be diving deeper into those concepts in future episodes.
0: Thanks for checking out this episode. We hope you got a ton of value. And if you haven't already, subscribe here to the Think Marketing Show, wherever you're watching or listening.
1: And hey, it would mean the world to us if you would rate and review this show on Apple Podcast.
0: As we grow this movement of purpose-driven content creators, we encourage you to share it with a friend and we'll see you in the next episode.